It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. There are two major stories competing for news coverage. First, the impeachment trial of Donald Trump in the Senate. John Bolton, who quit his national security advisor in September and did not testify in the House impeachment inquiry, said in a new statement, quote, If the Senate issues a subpoena for my testimony, I'm prepared to testify. The big if there is, of course, a subpoena. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell seems to have the support of his entire caucus in saying they'll use the Clinton rules for impeachment, which require just 51 votes for testimony. The Democrats need four Republicans to cross over. We'll see. Meanwhile, tensions continue to rise after Donald Trump ordered the assassination of General Qasim Soleimani, a man regarded as the second-in-command in Iran. CNN reported Tuesday morning that U.S. military forces are on the lookout for possible drone attacks in retaliation at any time. What we are learning is it was a tense overnight for the United States military in the Middle East. They had intelligence that they believe pointed to the possibility of an imminent threat of an attack by Iranian drones in several places across the region where U.S. troops are located. We are told that those locations included Iraq, where obviously there are about 5,000 U.S. troops, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, and Jordan. The intelligence showed that Iran was planning perhaps you never know unless and until it happens, to launch drone attacks, Iranian drones now equipped with precise missiles that have been used in other attacks, especially last year against Saudi oil facilities. They are devastating. What U.S. officials, multiple U.S. officials are telling us is that U.S. forces, including Patriot missile batteries, which can shoot down these drones, were on the highest state of readiness throughout the night that they had warning to be extra vigilant, extra watchful. Now, what we do know is the intelligence is showing that Iran has moved some of its ballistic missiles, some of its drones around in recent days. Uh, This could indicate either an attack or it could indicate that the Iranians are moving their weapons into a position to preserve them, believing that the Trump administration might launch an attack against them. So that's why the intelligence is a point of analysis, if you will. They analyze, they assess that this was a real threat overnight, that they were in a position to launch an imminent attack. Do they know absolutely that it was going to happen? No. And of course, nothing has happened yet. But this is the kind of thing that they are tracking. It led to very tense overnight hours. A stampede broke out Tuesday during a funeral procession for Iranian General Qasim Soleimani, killing at least 35 people. Another 48 were injured. Funeral processions for Soleimani have drawn massive crowds. More than a million people reportedly participated in a procession in Tehran. Iranians consider Soleimani to be a national hero for leading the elite Quds force of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard. The Trump administration has said that Trump approved the airstrike that killed Soleimani because the general was plotting imminent attacks against Americans, though they have so far not offered any proof. On Air Force One on his way back to D.C. from Mar-a-Lago Sunday night, Trump doubled down on his threat, first made on Twitter, to target 
52 Iranian targets, as he said, in retaliation for the 52 hostages taken at the American embassy in Tehran in 1979. And if that's not bad enough, he promised that these sites would be, quote, some at a very high level and important to Iran and the Iranian culture, and those targets in Iran itself will be hit very fast and very hard. Well, Trump's Secretary of Defense, Mark Esper, is contradicting the dictator, saying Monday that the U.S. military would not target Iranian cultural sites in retaliation for any response by Iran to the killing of Soleimani. Esper said strikes against places with historic, artistic, or religious significance, but no military value, would constitute a war crime. Iran's supreme leader, the Ayatollah, said in a rare appearance at a meeting of his government's National Security Council that any response to the drone strike that killed Soleimani in Baghdad must be a proportional attack on American interests conducted openly by Iranian forces. That's a departure from their usual use of proxy groups for attacks outside of Iran. Stay tuned. Now, that's not the only military-level confusion today. The U.S. military on Monday sent a letter to the Iraqi government saying it would be moving U.S. forces out in coming days. The letter said the change was part of preparations for withdrawing. But the Pentagon later said the memo was sent by mistake and they had no plans to leave Iraq. The decision to move some or all of the roughly 5,000 U.S. troops in Iraq could come as American forces halt operations against ISIS to prepare for possible attacks by Iran. Meanwhile, the U.S. has barred Iran's top diplomat, its foreign minister Mohammad Javad Zarif, from his planned visit to the U.S. to speak before the U.N. Security Council on Thursday about the assassination of Soleimani, but he was denied a visa. The decision to deny his visa is described as a violation of 1947 U.N. headquarters agreement requiring Washington to permit foreign officials into the country to conduct U.N. business. Speaker Nancy Pelosi gavels in the second session of the 116th Congress on Tuesday afternoon while juggling an impeachment effort and the latest Trump atrocity this time the targeted assassination of a foreign leader, without so much as consulting a duly elected Congress who has constitutional authority to declare war. The House will vote on a resolution this week that would limit the president's clout against Tehran if conducted in the absence of support from Congress. And of course, it'll die in the Senate because Mitch McConnell will just table the bill, as he has with about 400 other pieces of legislation that the House has already passed. So it's not a do-nothing Congress, it's a do-nothing Republican-led Senate. Los Angeles prosecutors on Monday charged disgraced Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein with raping one woman and sexually assaulting another in 2013. Los Angeles District Attorney Jackie Lacey in a statement said, quote, We believe the evidence will show that the defendant used his power and influence to gain access to his victims and then commit violent crimes against them. The indictment came just hours after the start of his trial in New York on separate charges of sexual assaults against two other women. Weinstein has pleaded not guilty in that case. He could be sentenced to life in prison if he's found guilty of the most serious charges in that trial, predatory sexual assault. And finally, Puerto Rico is in our thoughts again as it's dealing with a devastating series of earthquakes. 
A 5.8 quake hit off the coast on Monday, causing massive damage, even taking down an iconic natural arch that was a big tourist draw on Puerto Rico's southern coast. Well, a 6.5 quake struck early Tuesday morning, causing experts to reclassify Monday's shaker as a foreshock. More aftershocks are expected. I got good and that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and The Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener-supported, so I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that Donate button. <laughs>